Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you for your support. Go out, subscribe to the channel, and get the latest and greatest on in, in people who have insights that you need to know, you need to continue to learn, you need to continue to collaborate, and definitely you need to innovate. And that's why this platform is here because you are bold, brave, you dare greatly. We celebrate you each and every day. And as you can tell, this is early morning, nobody around, but we are an, uh, at OMG Q1 meeting in Reston, Virginia, and uh, it's always a joy to be able to interact with. Uh, some of the biggest thinkers within industry and helping to solve problems. It's a lot of fun. In the hot seat, we have Ashley Stowe, Oak Ridge. Okay, I'm going to do this. Oak Ridge Enhanced Technology and Training Center. That's what we're talking about. We're talking probably enhanced augmented reality and so on and anything that I'd like to talk about. So let's get cracking. Ashley's a newbie. How long have you been with the area? Been with the area about four years. Four years. And you're not a newbie. I misunderstood. Well, I'm a newbie yes. to, according to a lot of the folks here, I'm a newbie. Well, yeah, that's true. Some <laughs> of them is like, when did you join? Back in 1923. And I'm like, oh, no, they don't go back that. Don't, don't, they don't go back that far. They go back far, but not that far. Is it a good conference? Or, no, this is a meeting. Yes, it it's is not. an excellent meeting. I've already made connections so far, and I've been here for about 20 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, look at that. So, with that said, give us a little background on who Ashley is for the, the listener. Oh, let's see. Um, doctor. Excuse me, Dr. Ashley. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, so, I do have a, a PhD in chemistry, which is completely useless for augmented reality. Um, I've wandered through the Department of Energy uh, lab systems my whole career. Um, let's see, grew, grew up in South Carolina, mostly playing baseball and chasing girls, as you do, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, played college ball at Furman University, um, blew up my shoulder and decided I needed to figure out what being a grown-up looked like, so yeah, yeah. I chased after chemistry, went to Florida State for that, worked in quantum computing materials, and then joined the National Lab System um, at Pacific Northwest National Lab, then Savannah River National Lab working on hydrogen storage materials for cars. Again, none of that has anything to do with virtual or augmented reality. Um, and then about 15 years ago, came to uh, a place called Y12 in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, which is actually a nuclear weapons plant. Um, and through all of those steps, it, I was doing innovation. I was creating new things. And um, through a long and winding road, that helped me to... You, you had to throw that out there. You know where I went. <laughs> That's right. Um, so I, you did too, listener. I, I, I joke with, uh, with students. I talk to students quite often, and I tell them that... Uh, so I grew up in, in South Carolina, and getting from South Carolina to Oak Ridge, Tennessee is about three hours you drive over the, the Smoky Mountains. It took me seven years and 20,000 miles, plus three kids, three degrees... Etc. So you know, it's a straight road looking back, but it was very winding along that that route. So, um, but in all of those opportunities, it's been, um, what can I do to create something new that no one's ever done to make a difference? 
Um, and, and that's kind of been the commonality across all the opportunities I've had. And, and that's led me to this new training center that um, we've built at Y12, just opened actually uh, January 9th of this year, um, called the Oak Ridge Enhanced Technology and Training Center. Why, are, uh, why is your organization interested in uh, augmented or enhanced reality? What, what, what benefits does that bring to your, your efforts? Well, so... Y12 has, uh, Y12 actually came out of the Manhattan Project um, in Oak Ridge, and we still maintain our mission uh, being the uranium production site for nuclear weapons. What that means is we have 80 years of experience uh, handling uh, nuclear materials, high hazard materials, and now with nuclear medicine, some of those types of materials are being used for good, um, and they're out in, in the world. Uh, in hospitals and research reactors on university campuses. And that kind of training, how do you deal with those hazards, is not part of the typical training that a first responder would get, a, a police officer in a local municipality. No, not at all, in fact. Yeah, exactly. And so I we, we fill that. That's an that's a absolute gap. Yeah, so we fill that gap. And, of course, we don't want our police officers, our uh, university on-site security um, to be around these high hazard materials, uh, radioactive sources, etc. And so we use virtual reality, augmented reality, and various types of extended reality combinations to give them the realism without bringing that hazard in front of them. Um, we used to teach with PowerPoint, and so uh, we joked that um, we would give a, a four-hour course and go through 200 PowerPoint slides. And if anyone's awake, they get a gold star. Or if anyone doesn't have bleeding ears. Yeah, that's right. Holy moly. Yeah, so now we get rid of most of the the PowerPoint, and we get them up and put their hands on things, and we walk them into realistic situations, and we talk to them about what the hazard is. We show them um, in radiation uh, uh, exposure, the distance um, is very important. And so we show them what stepping a little bit farther away does to the dose that they might receive. We can have we can pull up the detector and have them move around, walk towards it, walk away from it, walk behind oh. something that shields, and they can see for themselves what their behaviors do to protect themselves. And then we put all of these things together um, in scenarios where we're all talking around a um, virtual tabletop so that um, if a bad guy's in, uh, or if, you know, we create a scenario where a bad guy tries to go take the source out of a uh, gamma knife in a hospital. And we talk about, okay, police officers, how, where are you gonna put your, um, your forces? Who are you gonna talk to? Um, the dispatcher, how are you going to communicate? And then once they talk through their scenario, they place their characters there, um, then we run the simulation and we see how well they did. And then, of course, the final part is we bring it back to real life. We actually have paid uh, actors that come in and act as role players, and we use our entire building as the prop. And they go running through the building, um, actors being the bad guys, um, the participants in the class doing the job they would do every day. And then we talk about what worked, what didn't work, and then we run it again. Okay, I got I got to... I got questions. <laughs> With that said, you, you've got this sort of virtual world that you're sure. using as a way of educating on something that's 
quite important. That's one. But how long did it take for your organization to sort of prop that up? Am I wearing goggles? What, 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 yeah. Talk to us about that. Well, so this is actually kind of interesting. We use a different um, technology set depending on what we're trying to do. So in some cases, we have a, a nine-foot-tall, 45-foot-wide LED wall that runs on a gaming engine. And so we can bring everyone in, pull it up on the screen and with an iPad interacting, and we can talk through so everybody can see what's going on. In other cases, when we're actually running a, a tabletop, um, everyone goes into augmented reality, and they're all looking down as they're moving around the same physical space um, at a digital sort of third-person view looking down on a building, and then we, can, we have an instructor that um, talks through and facilitates each of the stages that we're, we're working through. Here's the building, here's what it looks like. Um, now there's a, um, an assailant that has entered the building and you see that action happening in the digital uh, sort of game engine. Uh, and then we have the opportunity to add characters for each of the participants on the board. They move around, they talk about it. And so we use augmented reality in that set. Other cases, we actually do green screen technology and we'll um, Bring, have the participant film their own facility back wherever they are around the country and then we um, take that into green screen space and have our subject matter experts and our um, role players go running through that space and record videos. No way! Yeah, so it's, it's great because it, it takes you from the theoretical, the little bit of PowerPoint you do, takes you hands-on in a generic building how would you respond? And then all of a sudden you see the realism of there are bad guys running through your facility. Yeah. And that changes the way you think. That changes the way that you interact. You, you sit up and pay attention because that's your house. And then finally we, we put all of that together in a real life. Everybody's running around um, the building trying to um, protect it. And then we outbrief at every stage. Um, and that's just kind of one set of courses that we do. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> how many students are you engaged with over? How, first off, how long has this been in in action? Sure. You know, this whole approach, and and then how many students? I would I would just absolutely die to get to see that and to be a part of that. And it's just like, yes, I did. I, I would imagine there's a big draw. Yeah. So. We've been teaching that course for um, well over a decade. We only started bringing the um, extended reality components in with COVID um, because we used to bring everyone into our facility. Um, before we had this brand new center, we used Y12 itself and, and um, uh, had, a, had a facility on site for that um, that we shared. With COVID, we, no one could travel. We couldn't bring people together, so we had to figure out a way to engage them back home, spread yeah. out across the country. Yeah. And so we started in a, uh, a conference room with Zoom like everyone else, yep. yeah. and we very quickly went to green screen technology and then brought in the augmented reality headsets. And so we, can, we have it set up to where we can send the headsets to the participant location and bring them in with our instructors in our building in Oak Ridge. And we all of a sudden drop into the same space. 
So it's the kind of thing that you, you see the commercials for yeah. with Meta and everything yeah, 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 else. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing everyone together, even though they're physically not. Oh. And then creating immersion in a way that we can talk about how they would respond, what the hazards are, and they can see it in, in digital real life. But it, it has that level of immersion that you'll remember it. Um, so so don't, don't gloss over that. Because one of the questions I have, how do you measure success? Have you seen a, uh, a, an improvement? How, how do you measure that success? So, so that's kind of interesting, right? Uh, we're training people on high consequence, low occurrence um, scenarios. Yeah. So by definition, they don't happen very often. So how do you measure whether or not uh, someone is improving in their response? Yeah. So I've mentioned one class. We actually have a second series kind of that 201 level course that you where we send our folks out to you and we do a drill and exercise at your facility now you know we're coming um but we challenge your tactics that we've taught you and um but we do it live in your place and we're actually we used to hire um, role players and send them all out we're now um, deploying an augmented reality uh solution where we have the, I'll say, bad guy injects um, built into the augmented reality, and we go through, map your facility, and then hit play on the simulation, and we can make a fire breakout. We can make someone run out of a physical door, even though it's a digital bad guy. Um, and so you're responding without needing to shut down the hospital, without needing to shut down the research reactor, because it's just someone in a headset and they have a joystick uh, which controls the, right. the character, but it allows them to respond to practice while normal operations are going on. I, I, ha, ha, yeah, it's so much I, fun, I, isn't I, it? I, I, I'm salivating here. I'm sorry for stuttering and stammering because I, I'm just, my head is swimming with, with just things. How do you see, or where do you see it going? I mean, I mean, you're, you're pretty much cutting edge right now. What, what do you see happening? Well, so sure. one of the things that I, I think we're, right now we're on the in the wild west, right? Yeah. Every, you know, yeah. we're, we're pushing the envelope yeah. and trying everything. Right. Um, and I think the industry as a whole is, is beginning to wrestle with the technologies emerging to the point we can start asking questions. What's the right solution? Yeah for the right use case. And, and I think that's really where we're gonna see a lot of development over the next um, you know, next few years. Not throw this technology at everything, but really start to build a tool set of, I use augmented reality in this scenario. I use virtual reality in that scenario. I add in haptics um, so that you can whoa, touch whoa, whoa, whoa. and feel. Haptics. Okay, so, so haptics is a device that allows the, the physical human to get um, some sort of feedback yeah. from a digital object. Yeah. So we have a, a research project now, we're partnering with the company Haptics um, on a pair of gloves that when you go and pick something up in the digital universe, you feel the it's, it's Ready Player One. It, that's exactly right. That's so, what it is. Yeah, so I tell people all the time, we, we're in between Tony Stark and Iron Man yeah. and Ready Player One. Yeah. And so we're we're looking at what's the right technology. 
when do you use it? And so using a joystick is great if all you're doing is clicking through things or you're, you're exercising your mind. When you need mechanical motion that you're trying to get the muscle memory taught, um, like manufacturing settings, you need to be able to feel, touch and feel and interact with digital objects as those are they're physically there. And so um, we have a project now where we're helping um, some of our manufacturing folks internally, um, and we're building a glove box. A glove box is a, a mechanical box that has an inert atmosphere inside to protect chemicals um, from the atmosphere outside, moisture, air, etc. Right, right. um, and so there are gloves you put your hands in and you can do operations, but it's really unusual for people that aren't used to it. As a yeah. chemist, I used it all the time, right, right. but you take a kid off the street, he doesn't have any idea right. what he's operating with. And so um, we're trying to teach people how to use a glove box without making a mess, yeah. without um, putting themselves in, in harm's way from the hazards that are in the glove box. Because if you don't do it right, you can either mess up the material yeah. or you can expose the worker to the material. Yeah. And in that case, if you just have joysticks, it's not very realistic. And so everything we right. do with augmented reality, virtual reality, extended reality is increasing the level of immersion and realism. And so, yeah, we, we um, have the gloves and you can feel something. Oh. You can, when you go to turn a knob in the digital, you see it. And it, it's hysterical to watch people respond. Yeah, well, I can, I, I can only imagine because, well, I'm not done. Uh, uh, PS5 allows you with their remote, their their controller to feel the the haptics. Yeah. Like if I'm pulling a bow, it, it tightens up a yep, little bit. Yep. Whatever. I, that is. You guys are a next level. Well, we hope so. <laughs> I would imagine the learning is really improved. It is. I mean, but I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch deck and deck and deck. Oh yeah. Well, so it, it's improved, but I need to make sure that I point out. We have the technologies that we're developing, but half of our staff are educators, and that's by design. So everything we do, every technology we dive into, and really every, every slide, every class, it's all built by educators with subject matter experts who aren't theoretical experts, but they've done the job every day. Um, and that's how we design every course that we do, every interaction that we do. We have an educator, a subject matter expert, and a technologist who come together uh. to build something that you can't find somewhere else. Uh. And if you can, I'm a little less interested because, again, I'm a creator. I like right. to create things that haven't been done before. Um, and that's really kind of our vision at this, um, at ORTIC, as we call it, the Oak Ridge Enhanced Technology and Training Center. We want to create new things that make a difference. So, uh, one last question as we wrap it up here. Um, you're part of area. You said, hey, I might as well get involved with an organization that is really pushing and learning and growing and all that stuff. Has it served to be a benefit to you? Oh, yes, 100%. And um, right now, uh, area, again, is leading the way. So one of the areas that we're concerned about is how do we operate these technologies in secure environments? Um, well, area has their 12th research project, which is how do you operate in secure environments? So again, as we're thinking of it, area is already getting, setting up research projects across its community 
to address these problems. And so we have leaned into area in their previous research projects to learn what the rest of the industry says we're supposed to do. And, and we're continuing to do that. You're cool. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I, I get good Go team Oak Ridge, because that's cool stuff. Uh, my head was just swirling. Probably didn't do a good job at that just because I was just so, and, and this and that, and oh my gosh, what about this? And oh, oh, oh. How do people get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can reach out to me directly. It's uh, ashley.stowe at pxy12.doe.gov. Yeah, you're going to have, we're going to have that contact information out there, don't Yeah, it, we don't make it easy, do we? Fret not, please. We will. And so you're going to be able to contact uh, Ashley and, and definitely find out more. All right. You know the game. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. We are going to, once again, have all that contact information. So stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right. You've got to be pretty dazzled by that conversation, how they're using technology, specifically VR, uh, augmented reality, all of the technology out there to help our first responders Ashley Stowe, reach out. I, I, I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be putting that visit on a bucket list to go to their location, to see their mad technology, and how they are uh, helping first responders uh, be safe. Can't, you can't argue with that, and they're using technology. Oh, it, that's exciting stuff. Without a doubt, that's exciting stuff. All right, again, we are creating a platform. We are creating an ecosystem that is truly focused on you industrial professionals. We want you to succeed. We're going to continue to highlight incredible uh, leaders within industry and that you can continue to learn because it's all about learning, collaborating, of course, innovating. And Ashley's a great example of that. So please support Industrial Talk. We've got swag out there. We've got a lot of stuff. And, we've, and I'm doing a series on marketing, industrial marketing. And uh, because I'm not, I'm going to be pretty real about the, the program. So it's going to be out on my learning management system. But it's going to be real, real tactics on, on what to do and how to sort of open doors. So be on the lookout for that. And we also have three webinars scheduled, one on supply chain. The other one is on VR, XR, that type of uh, technology. And I want to say the other one is in uh, the world of cybersecurity. So all of it. Educate, educate, educate. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Ashley. You will change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from OMG shortly. So stay tuned.